This morning on the third hour of today, rough ride. Delays and cancellations mounting at airports. Millions of us expecting to fly this holiday weekend. The things we can do to avoid getting caught in the chaos. Plus, a royal tradition. Queen Elizabeth taking a trip of her own inside the 96-year-old's visit to Scotland. Then later, it's a dad's got this. Craig meeting a baseball player, stepping up to the plate by sharing his pride and his biggest supporter, his dad. And 80s superstar Kim Fields live, looking back at her classic role and finding out about her new show alongside some comedy legends. Today, Tuesday, June 28th, 2022. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good morning and welcome to the third hour of today. The whole gang is back That's together. Here. We've got Al, Chanel, Craig, I'm here. And, um, you know, we've been kind of going back and forth with some travel troubles. There's been some nightmare stories lately. Those reports just keep coming across yeah. the country. And you're you're coming. already delayed for a future flight. Yeah, I was already ready. I mean, already, I, I, the good news is I got on an earlier flight to get yeah. out. You're delayed already for your flight well, to my, Detroit? Well, my one flight to Detroit was, was canceled, so I'm on an earlier You just got back. I just got back. I was so nervous. We went to Curacao. We flew through Miami the first time, and then we flew a nonstop um, yesterday. You had no problems? We didn't have any problems. Wow. I kept texting you. Yeah, yeah, I just, I'm like, I know. I held my breath the whole point. I should say uh, the travel app Hopper says more than a quarter of all U.S. flights are now being delayed, Jeez. and most of them for an hour or more. And today is already shaping up to be another rough one. In fact, we wanted to show you this. This is a look at Flight Aware's misery. They call it a misery map. Yeah. <laughs> Showing delays and cancellations, building even at this early hour. Because I left on a 6 a.m. flight. Like, oh. if you can get out early, yeah, first I think that's exactly. Uh, and then this coming holiday weekend is likely to be, they say, the busiest of the year so far. So what to do? We have NBC's <laughs> Emily Akeda. She's been following this travel trouble for us. Good morning. Hey, Emily. Welcome Hi, to the Emily. table. Good morning. I love how they call it the misery map. Yes. It's such a fitting name <laughs> yeah. for it. So we actually just saw, U.S. airports just saw a record number of travelers pass through airports on Sunday, and travel experts are anticipating that we're going to see a new high come this holiday weekend, anticipating some 13 million people mm. to go through the airports across Independence yeah. uh, Holiday Weekend. And as you guys mentioned, more than a quarter flights right now, they're being disrupted. Some of the hardest hit airports include Chicago's Midway, New yeah. Newark and Baltimore. But there are a couple of dates to know about this July 4th holiday weekend. The okay. first being Friday is probably going to be the busiest day to travel, at least in airports. And mm -hmm. then the least congested days, it's looking like Saturday and Monday, July 4th. So if you have any control, try to travel around then. What, what yeah. are some other things that, that folks can do to, to try and at least reduce the risk of having their trip disrupted? I mean, you mentioned taking the first flight out. Yeah. I think we know that one now. If you leave earlier, greater chance that you're going to make that flight. Any other things? Yeah, a couple of things to keep in mind. Actually, Al, you mentioned that, you know, you already got notified that one of your flights is being canceled. The last thing that you want to do is show up to the airport and find out, oh, my flight's canceled. Yeah. I didn't even have to be here in the first place. So if you can, download the airline's app, get text alerts sent to your phone, and that will be typically the fastest way to find out that kind of information. The other thing I'll mention, here's a situation where less is more. If you don't have to check a bag, no. don't. It will right. be another way to avoid some of those lines. And then this is one I feel like it's kind of an inside secret. Call the international line, the customer service line, if the domestic one oh, is seeing wow. really long delays. Really? Sometimes you can get shorter shorter wait times for that, and they can still help you. You know something yeah. else I tried last week? I, got, I was flying back from Savannah. My flight was canceled. I walked to the I left security. Mm -hmm. had, had, to go on the, had to go on the other side, but I went to the counter. Oh, I the went to the jet counter. counter to check in. 
and I had I bought a ticket there at the counter for for a flight. Oh wow! And there, were, there was another guy who'd done the same thing. But uh, yeah. yeah. And a lot of the apps now have a way to text with someone, so you know you're not sitting on the phone for an hour and a half right. and texting. I find yeah, with I've the got live one chat. phone. Yes. Yeah. And there's the kind of this like multi-pronged approach. approach. Like you can wait in the line, you can be online, and then you can True. also be okay. chatting. All, all of the same all the time. Yes, yeah, all your hands. And the <laughs> other thing is, look, these airline employees, especially the gate agents, and it's not their fault. Exactly. Yeah. So so being rude to them, a, is just <laughs> really not nice. But b, you know, you get more with honey than you do with vinegar. True. Yeah, that's yeah. absolutely right. I think this is a situation where a good attitude will only help you. We got to remember these customer service representatives. Representatives, they're only in control of so much, and we all mm. just want to have a good holiday. And they're all stressed out too. They yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes you can feel it. They're short-staffed, yeah. and, and they're just trying to make do and do the best they can. Mm -hmm. That's true. Emily, thank you. Good advice. Good to see you, Emily. Yes, yes. Uh, speaking of trips, by the way. Queen Elizabeth, yeah, one of my favorites, the mm. Queen. Uh, she is taking one right now. Is she delayed? She. I don't think the Queen <laughs> no. deals with delays. Uh, the Queen is on her annual visit to Scotland. There you see her right there. She didn't fly. She actually traveled by royal train. I would oh. love to get on the royal train. <laughs> I bet, yeah, yeah, you would. Come on. Much of the snacks are yummy. Him <laughs> on the Orient Express. Yes, that's, <laughs> that's pretty royal. It's the 96-year-old monarch's first public appearance since the Platinum Jubilee celebration. I uh, should be taking part in, in several events over the course of the week. And I know we see this every time we see the Queen in video now, but she, she looks good for 96, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, that's, and I think that's why uh, normally we probably wouldn't even cover this, but right. the fact is she just had the Jubilee. Mm -hmm. You know, she's not been in the greatest of health, so every time you get to see her, it's yeah. a little bit of another mini treat. celebration. And think of yeah. how hard it is for her to go to these places, not just because she's older and because of her health. She has to dress up and look like that every time she makes an appearance. I know. She can't just throw on sweatpants and, you know. Well, she probably could. I mean, that'd make a lot of yeah. that'd that make a lot of news. That would be a story. Yeah. Yeah. That would be cool. These are the to queen see. and joggers. <laughs> Even like behind the scenes, is that allowed? Like, I don't know. Does. I don't know. They haven't addressed that on the crown, so we don't yeah, know. Exactly. They, they so tend don't. to dress more outdoorsy. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Exactly. All right. So uh, now to a really expensive science experiment that happened overnight. NASA launched a tiny test satellite about the size of a microwave oven, which actually sounds pretty big. But what makes this different is the launch took place in New Zealand. NASA is testing out a new orbit around the moon, and this satellite will take a new path to get there. So they're trying, I guess, change up the travel to, to get it there. They're following it, ways. They're following ways. It's all in preparation for NASA's future plans to return to the moon and explore deeper into space. Because if we can get to the moon, then maybe we can send things from the moon oh, yeah. farther oh, out into a space. You're one of those exactly. people that you actually believe we went to the moon. Oh, wow. Are we still oh. even do you, do you I'm joking. Discuss? I'm joking. No, I'm oh kidding. My God. I'm kidding. But and you know, from the moon, from the moon to stars. I'm exactly. joking. Exactly. I am joking. All right. Well, but when that, I go to my barbershop, I, it's... There it's are a, some who believe oh so that we God. haven't gone. The flat earthers. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, now to some stars here on Earth. A <laughs> big honor for two Olympic legends. This is well-deserved. Swimming icon Michael Phelps and skiing legend Lindsey Vonn were among those inducted into the U.S. Olympic and Paralympic Hall of Fame. And both athletes delivered speeches that were reflective and personal. My biggest journey now is the mental health world. I cannot wait to really uncover, uncover and open more paths, not only for everybody else in the world, but especially for our teammates and our athletes here at the USOPC. I would like to dedicate this to my mother. 
she's having her own battle right now with the ALS. And she's taught me so much about strength and character. Mm. I'm glad that she mentioned, you know, a lot of the the folks mentioned their parents and, you know, the folks you think about before before they get to the Olympics, there are practices at four, five, six years old. You know, we've talked to athletes who slept in their cars on the way with their parents, certain practices. So uh, well, well deserved for them. And in fact, other inductees include figure skater Michelle Kwan, soccer star Mia Hamm and tennis legend, certainly well deserved, Billie Jean King. Billie Jean King's one of those you kind of you kind of think was. Why was she? Yeah. Probably should have been sooner, but hey, better late than better late than never. You're in a couple Hall of Fames. Uh, Yeah. you just got a big Popular one. mechanics. That's nice. No, <laughs> what was the big Walter Cronkite? Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. he's in all the yeah. things all over America. Yeah. But he's all so over America. about it. Anyway, uh, to one of our favorite events here, the Big yes. Slip. Yes. This year, the annual fundraiser wow. set a new record, raising three and a half oh, million wow. dollars for Children's Mercy in Kansas City and their pediatric cancer research. It is a weekend I, I usually get to take. You I'm do. honored to take part mm-hmm. in. Happy to be also Deborah's family reunion this weekend, so I missed it. But it, it is great. The celebrity uh, softball game, there's a comedy concert, music, so much <laughs> more. Of course, Big Slick, brainchild of, of these funny guys from Missouri, Paul Rudd, Jason Sudeikis, Eric Stone Street, Rob Regal, Dave Keckner. Uh, and it's one of the things about that, that I love is that most of this money, like a lot of charities, mm-hmm. it's a lot of administration expenses, right. so it's all their families who, oh. who arrange the travel, who arrange the, oh, the venues, that. all that stuff. Yeah, like Paul Rudd's mom is like a logistical genius. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, sisters, so the money Eric, can go So the to money the goes to the hospital. That's, that's fantastic. fantastic. Yeah, it I really no is. Idea. It they really is. It's, it is a family affair, and, and, and everybody leaves their egos at the door. There's no mm-hmm. entourages, no egos, just great folks it. who come to raise money for this. That's Next year, hopefully, Have you ever played in the softball? I played in the softball. What position? Catcher. So. I would actually pay good concert ticket money just to see that. Yeah, I, basically, my job is just to lay down and block the plane. Yeah. <laughs> it's better than the bench. Yeah. There you go. Here's a story that, that we think you'll love mm. from iconic Wimbledon. British tennis star Jody Burge, in the middle of a match, when she noticed a, a ball boy who was in distress, you see the ball boy there. Yeah. So she mm. jumps up to make sure that he was okay. And then she realizes that he, he needed some sugar. So she mm. gave him a sports drink. A fan in the stands passed down some candy. Wow. Uh, the ball boy was eventually helped off the court. Uh, Burridge, unfortunately, went on to, to lose the match there on the court. But, but, but she wins. Yes, she did. did. Way to go, yeah. Jody Burridge. Wow. Uh, just good. ahead, in our, our wildly popular series, How to Probably. Adult. It is. People are talking about it all over America. <laughs> How to Adult. That's the, the series. We've got some help for new job Universe? seekers. How to stand out the fastest growing industries, and the future of work from home. We've called in a guy who knows it better than just about anybody. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then a little bit later, and Dad's got this, a professional baseball player, blazing a trail by showing his pride on and off the field. We're going to meet him and his father when the third hour of today rolls on. Really excited. All right, we're back with our refresher course on how to adult. 
Uh, and this morning, we're jumping into the job market. This is important, specifically for people just starting out in their career. So here with a look at the current climate and advice on how to stand out is Dan Roth, editor-in-chief at LinkedIn. Dan, good morning to you. Hey, Dan. Good morning. All right, so before we get into your advice, give us a snapshot now of the current job market. I mean, there have been some reports. I thought this was interesting, that some companies are taking their, their, their acceptance or taking back their job offers. Yeah, so there are a lot of dark clouds. You have fears about recession, inflation. There's been some jobs being rescinded, especially at hot, like high flyers and crypto companies. But the fact is, this is still a historically tight labor sure. market. Mm -hmm. We saw a 17% increase in hiring for entry-level jobs at the beginning 70%? of this year. 70%? One seven, one seven. Oh, 17. And employers are telling us that they are going to hire 30% more entry-level workers this year than they did last year. So okay. as of today, this is still a great time to be looking for a job. Okay. All right, so let's dig into it. Uh, so for, for folks who might be new to the job market, got a lot of college graduates yeah. right now, might be looking for jobs. What are the hottest jobs? What are the hottest industries? So says LinkedIn. Yeah, so sales and recruiting, if you want to get into that at all, that is where they are opening their doors wide. They need people. The three hottest job titles right now, the three fastest growing job titles for entry-level workers, sales development representative, business development representative, and talent acquisition specialist. What is a talent acquisition specialist? That's anyone whose job it is, is to go find people and bring them in the oh, door. Sure. Hmm. So, yeah. in fact, staffing and recruiting has been so hot. Companies have been on a hiring binge in the last year. We've seen companies staffing up their HR teams as they've been dealing with the great reshuffle. They need to figure out how to keep people in their jobs, and so they are hiring people to manage people. Great place mm -hmm. to get started. Okay. Other good places, healthcare and uh, hospitality. Okay. So, so more and more employers starting to bring people back into the office, but there are a lot of, especially Gen Zers, who seem like they like the idea of working from home. Mm -hmm. So yeah. what's happening there? Yeah, it's a great question. So we remote jobs are through the roof right now. 187% increase, 187% increase in remote jobs for entry-level workers. That is a sea change. We've never seen anything like that before. But Gen Z, less interested in those jobs than millennials and baby boomers are. Mm -hmm. They want to be around other kids. They don't want to be in their one-bedroom apartments mm -hmm. with three roommates. They want to be in an office. But what they do want is flexibility. Mm -hmm. Flexibility around when they work, what kind of work they're doing. Uh, they want a job that fits with their lifestyle versus one that dictates their lifestyle. Are they getting that? It sounds like for some of us old heads, we're like, well, sure, we want what of course, we want. Right. And they're getting it? They are getting it because it is a tight labor market. Companies mm. are still struggling. Even with all those dark clouds, they are struggling to get people in the door, wow. which means they, they are bending to what the asks are. But here's a question. If you are working in the office as opposed to working from home, is there how are companies balancing the folks that they see all the time right. when mm -hmm. you look forward to promotions and well, advancement? Yeah, it's a great question. They've spent the last two years trying to figure this out. A lot of companies are putting in uh, mentorship and the ability to uh, get coaching. There's a lot of work being done to make sure that they are not benefiting people who are in the office versus yeah. people mm -hmm. who are remote. But it's a it's a big problem. We're still learning how to how to manage people yeah. through an entire career when they're not in the office. Yeah. I feel like entry level positions are difficult from the applicant's point of view because you don't really have the experience going into it. How do you sell yourself? What do these entry level applicants have to put forward to yeah. say I'm I'm right for the job? I think it's and all of us have been in that position. It's such a tough question when you're like I've had nothing. Why would someone <laughs> right. hire me? Right. Uh, but it's skills. If you have skills, employers in the last few years have started moving from thinking about diplomas to thinking. About
thinking about skills. What mm. skills do people have? What skills can I invest in in my people? And so if you are, if you've worked for a college club, maybe you got used to cold calling, that's a skill. Talk about mm. that on your profile and in your resume. Maybe you are super organized. That is a skill that employers want to see. Want to see. You're a great communicator. That's a skill. So you want to mm. talk about your skills, maybe less so than your experience. Does raising your hand and saying, I'm willing to do anything still count? Absolutely. And in fact, the best advice we hear all the time is just get a foot in the door. Yeah. Show enthusiasm, show excitement, get started on your path. People's paths are crazy. There is no one right. career path anymore. Sure. It is all windy and bendy, and there's no career ladder. So you just got to get started on that mm -hmm. path, which means raising your hand yes, and saying, yes, hire me. Well, at least yeah. the market's open. Dan Roth, thank you as thank always. Thank you. Solid. Great tips, always. Yeah. Coming up next, it's Dad's Got This, a professional baseball player going to bat for pride with the support of his longtime coach, who just so happens to be his dad. Huh. Uh, then a little bit later, some cool ideas to beat that summer heat. Not sure what that is, but we'll explain. I hope you're going to wear it. We're in the third hour movie. Third hour today, back in just 60 seconds. Is that cooling? I want to try it. It's cyber. So all month long, we are celebrating pride. While LGBTQ plus representation in sports has increased in recent years, it's still hard to find openly gay players on professional rosters. Independent Baseball League player Brian Ruby is hoping to change that, and his father John has been there to support him at every turn. Meet Brian Ruby, the only openly gay professional baseball player in the United States. Brian first came out publicly last season while playing independent baseball for the Salem-Kaiser Volcanoes in Oregon. I decided that I'd come out to my teammates last season by lacing up with rainbow shoelaces during Pride Month. I considered it more like inviting in than coming out. Yep, this is who I am. You threw me one curveball. <laughs> Brian's dad, John, whose last name the family would like to keep private, was Brian's high school baseball coach and, as to be expected, has always been his son's biggest fan. When did you know that Brian was going to be the baseball player? Something clicked around six or seven and he got passionate about baseball and we were always on the baseball field. John had some success of his own on the diamond, playing Division I ball as a pitcher at the University of Pennsylvania and then overseas in Australia. That experience led him to have some initial fears about his son's baseball career when Brian shared his plans to go public about his sexuality. In your heart of hearts, did you think it would change his opportunities? I was worried about how he would be perceived in that world. There were a million things running through my mind, but what I wanted him to know in that moment was, I'm good, and you're good. And he wasn't just good, he was great. After tying up his rainbow laces and coming out to his teammates in the public overall, Brian's batting average skyrocketed a full 90 points. So what was it like last season? I don't know if I'm going to get applauded when I run onto the field or if I'm going to be in the batter's box and get hit by a 93-mile-an-hour fastball in the head. The real thing that happened was I got a hit, you know, my first at bat and got on base and the pitcher tipped his cap and I just gave him a little tip back and that peer-to-peer on-field recognition was by far the most meaningful 
thing in the game of baseball. And Brian's not only talking openly about his own story, he's also co-founder of Proud to Be in Baseball, an organization that supports and advocates for ball players of all ages who are looking for gay mentors in the sport. Brian's work with Proud to Be in Baseball has taken him around the country to attend Pride events at a number of MLB ballparks. In September of 2021, he was invited to sing the national anthem at Dodger Stadium. In addition to being a, a, quite, the, quite the baseball player, you're a, you're a budding country music star. I always loved country music, and uh, I've been writing songs. I always have my guitar on the road during baseball, playing on the team bus. I mean, which do you enjoy more, baseball or, or country music? <laughs> I gotta be careful because the baseball coaches. I don't know, you're good, <laughs> you're good. It sounds like you're it's good. neck and neck. Look, you can only be a baseball player for so long. It's true. I would imagine, Dad, you have to be quite proud. What I'm most proud about with Brian in general is he just goes for it. I mean, what do you want to see from your kids? You want to see them thrive. Yeah, I mean, you know that's a testament to good parenting, too. Uh, I mean, that's what I hear. That's nice. It is yeah. a testament to good parenting. Mm. Uh, by the way, there's a forthcoming feature-length documentary. It's called Coming Home. It follows Brian's baseball and country music careers, and that's slated to be released next year. Also, you can find out more of, of this story on our Today All Day special. Pride is universal, better together. You can stream the special today, 11.30 and 5.30 Eastern only on Today All Day. All right. cool? Yeah. Hey, coming up next, we're going to show you some ways to stay cool for the summer, like Ice Ooh, dice. I want some ice you dice. Use on your skin. <laughs> you ice, pop it in ice, your baby. <laughs> and then from beauty to tootie. Hey. That's right, sitcom legend Kim Fields live. We're going to find out about her new show with some comedy superstars as the third hour of today continues. You're so beautiful. <laughs> All right, we have a long, hot summer ahead. So this week, we are looking for ways to stay cool. And here to share her best picks and ideas to beat the heat, Cosmopolitan's beauty editor-at-large, Julie Wilson. Good morning. Hi, Julie. You just Good light up see you. I know. I'm having you. I'm having you here. Have you here. So I, I ice have ice. actually for, like, drinks. but the, you can <laughs> No. It's definitely for your face. Cryotherapy for oh, your face. Yes. And beauty is big. These your dice part. come in a pack of four. Throw them in so your cute. fridge Thank or you the so freezer for 10 minutes. Minutes, get really cold, and then they depuff your eyes or oh, anywhere man, on your face. Nice. Love them to How death. long do we use these, Julie? You can use them for a few minutes. You can use them with do your you face oil, whatever you want. I love the fact that it comes in a pack of four so you can have one. Like, like fun colors, too. Yeah, oh, in your bag, okay. on your desk, mm -hmm. all of the things. For okay. sure. My That's kids would definitely put these in drinks, though. <laughs> well, they're cubes when you put them in drinks. Yeah. They're dice when you put them on your face. I like face. that. Okay, this is kind of cool, right? right. From Charlotte Tilbury. Love the fact that this this is a cryo recovery mask. So you Ooh. throw this in your freezer for 30 minutes, put it on your face for 10. I love this because you can multitask. Yeah. So you have this on your face and then you can go about. And then sneak up around your house. Exactly. And scare everyone. What are the metal balls on the inside? Um, Anti-inflammatory. The, the 
balls on the inside are acupressure, actually. What? So you know when you know Eastern medicine. Gotta love Eastern medicine. All the pressure, these points on your face help with digestion. They can Here help with you know stress. You probably take your you glasses off. Okay, you let's see. Oh God. <laughs> well, I love it straps around it the like back Mike, and then up your chin. Like Michael Myers here in yeah. a second. I yeah. would do this in the morning. I yes. kidding me? Oh. I love doing this in the morning yes. when after you've slept in the pillowcases. No, turn it like, around. Turn it around. Turn I mean, around. face is oh, backwards. It's backwards. So, no, you have to Come help. on, let me help you. Oh let me help God. you. Oh, you Just like this, like this, and then you put it in the back. You're less. And then you strap up. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> You're like, oh, honey. Beautiful. I'm the invisible man. Oh, my God. Uh, so okay. This happens to my wife frequently. Like, she'll yes. have a lipstick or chapstick or a beauty. And it and gets, gets you to hold it. These are wow. mini coolers. It gets melted. These are like mini coolers for your beauty products. No so, if way. you go to the beach or you're at the pool and you go into your bag and your lipstick is like half melted or yes. completely melted, yes. won't happen with <gasps> these. From OTM, these just launched last week, but oh I got to goodness. test them because I'm a fancy beauty editor. And does it work? <laughs> and it's Totally works. I love the fact yeah, that your lipstick yes. melted is the worst. And they're just so the chic. Worst, the, the worst. worst. <laughs> the worst. They're so chic. The worst thing that could ever happen. I love happen. it. Ooh, what are yes. these? Okay. Okay. Milk love makeup. Milk love products. these. This is their cooling water eye gel. So it's a gel. You know, you can use it over your makeup as well. It cools like you down. In slop. But you know what I really love doing? What? I love um, putting it between my uh, cleavage. Oh, yeah. My cleavage oh, when we're getting really, you know. <laughs> When it gets so hot, it, it gets cool steamy down. down there. So probably go like this. I guess yes. guys could use that somewhere else. And no, no, we okay. can't. <laughs> we cannot use that anywhere that. else. Just go with powder or something. Okay. okay. I've, I've actually used this. You told me, and I love that. What is it? One of the worst things in the summer is slathering on lotion, but we're not going to be walking around looking ashy, right? Uh, no. Absolutely so not. this is great. This is for, from Vaseline Men. It's chocolate. And there's a little bit of menthol in it, so it helps the cooling. And there are little microbeads of Vaseline gel in it so it does Ooh. definitely does hydrate but you don't get like that sticky feeling oh, when you're like hot. Right? Right? Yeah why is it nice. oh because of the smell. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And with the menthol like it's this cooling mm. situation it's really nice. That's and nice. the smell's not overpowering nice. that's what I like about it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's nice. Right. All right last okay night. love love this always stocked up Sunday to Sunday this is their Meisler um, uh, rinse. So basically it's Meisler water and um, apple cider vinegar. Okay. It's great when you have box braids. I love like this keeps popping up on my Instagram feed. On. I'm like, let me when see this. When you have a like protective a style, it helps wick away all hair? of the sweat and the grime and the dirt. Yes, I, I use it oh, on my afro as well. It can go on any hair type, hmm. but I oh. do love it in the summertime yes. when you have your protective styles yes. and you're like, oh, how do you I wash them? Yes. yes. This is it. Sunday wow. to Sunday. Listen, you came to play this today. Is awesome. These Al, are how great. do you feel? I feel fantastic. I mean, Al. <laughs> well, you look even better. You're going to just be completely transformed. Would it be great if I take this off and my face came off? No. That's no. no. We want your face off. That would be either. so good. We need that face. It'd be yeah. like face off. And he turned into Nicholas Here's Plan Cage. B. Let's okay. just kill each other. Uh, Julie, thank you so much. I'm so sorry. Shop yeah, these products. Head to today.com slash shop. Can you read this? Uh, I want like right. some of all of these things. Hello, Clarice. I'd like to have a nice... Okay. Beans and a Chianti. <laughs> Up next, Kim Fields is live in studio. We're going to find about, out about her hilarious show with some amazing co-stars. Then later, Chef Alejandro Ramos is making tacos with a colorful twist. Perfect yeah. for the 4th of July. Third hour of today, I'll be right back. <laughs> it's just so disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're excited because this morning we are catching up with a TV legend who really 
grew up on screen. I can't tell you, I wanted to be you like all of my childhood. We had Kim Fields <laughs> played the scene stealing Tootie on the 1980s sitcom Facts of Life. I wanted to be Tootie. And then she starred as the diva like Regine and That's iconic. That's really kid. wanted to be. And then I was yeah. like, oh, wait, I can do this. I can live single. I mean, the whole thing. And now she's here. Well, now <laughs> she's also back as Regina in season two of Netflix's The Upshaws, a working class Indiana family that includes her husband, played by Mike Epps, and her sister, portrayed by Wanda Sykes. They love hard, they fight hard, and they make us laugh really hard. Yes. Check it out. I just stole a bunch of goodies from the office for Maya's birthday party. See, everybody be so worried about the little prescription pads. <laughs> but they be slipping on the post-it notes, hand wipes, and stress balls. <laughs> My kid wants a Mercy General gown and hair cap. What, what are they gonna do with the paper clips? Oh, necklaces, thank you. <laughs> it's an activity and a take-home gift. Boom. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Yes. You know what I love about this show is that it, it in a sense, it's what we grew up with. Mm. It's a good well-written, well-played, yeah. four-camera sitcom mm -hmm. that that take that just makes us feel good. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for that. It's great mm -hmm. to see, great to see you. Um, but that was actually the goal for Wanda and for Mike uh, when they created the show and then brought Regina Hicks in that they wanted something that was um, a nod to the Norman Lear sitcoms mm -hmm. uh, that we all grew up on, uh, and then you know certainly give it a splash of what's popping off now, mm -hmm. you know, and how to tell stories now. Well, the cast seems like a big family off screen. We see Mike Epps there, yes. Wanda Sykes. What is it like uh, behind the scenes? So much fun. It, we, we laugh all day long. Um, but I have to say that, you know, it's if it's not on the page, it's not on the stage. Our mm. writer's room is fire. And so there's not a lot of improv um, because it's, it's, it's really there. And they work so hard and mm -hmm. tirelessly mm. to make it funny, to make it pop, to make it relevant. Um, I love that segment that you guys did on um, how to adult, mm. you know, um, because that's a lot of what we are trying to figure out mm -hmm. on the Upshaws. Everyone so, is, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so it's very, very relevant. Beyond the acting, you're also a seasoned TV director. Mm -hmm. and, and I read that one of the reasons is because at, at, at a point in your career, the acting roles just weren't coming your way like they had been. Yeah. What, what was that period like and, and how, how liberating was it for you to get behind the camera? Dude, it was so liberating. Mm. It was so, because it was a different way of, of being in control of my career. Oh. I'm never one to wait around on anybody to do anything. So, <laughs> so, so, so being able to um, direct, being able to have my own production company, mm -hmm. being able to tell stories the way that I want to. And really, it was myself, Blair Underwood, Malcolm Jamal Warner in the early 90s. We just felt like maybe this new crop of filmmakers like a Spike Lee or a Julie Dash or John mm -hmm. Singleton, bless his soul, that maybe they thought that, well, we're TV actors and we've had a good run. Mm. Let's give other people a shot. And that's great. But, you know, it still makes for, well, we want to... We're here. Play right. too. Yeah. We want to do more than our TV roles mm -hmm. or we want to yeah. do more than than what we've been doing. And so and so it really came from a place of, well, then let's do it ourselves. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I just learned that you directed 
Keenan and Kel yes. on Nickelodeon in the late 90s. I was obsessed with that <laughs> show. Keenan, of course, part of our family, oh you know, at, at SNL. Absolutely. Um, do you catch up with him still? Do you all keep the in touch? All the time. Yes, we keep in touch all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, when I was here about a month ago, uh, I did um, a, uh, a, a press tour. And so um, I, I called him and I said, hey, I've got uh, some extra tickets to a play. Do you want to go? And he says, well, I'm working. And I was like, okay. It was Saturday night. <laughs> oh my God! It never even occurred to me. Oh, that's, funny. <laughs> that's where he should have said, "Do you want to come to the right?" Art show? Exactly. Exactly. That's funny. So, Kim, back in December, there was a, a live TV special. You know, they redid yes. Facts of Life. Ga mm -hmm. Gabrielle Union played played you. Oh, that's and, right. And when you saw that, has there ever been any thought about where maybe doing a remake of where the girls from Facts of Life oh, are? Good. You know, oh. there's there's always talk about doing reboots. I mean. I mean, not just for Facts of Life or Living Single, but mm -hmm. that's just a very popular trend right now. And while I respect it, and of course I have beloved shows that I want to see, you know, what they'd be mm -hmm. doing now, I think you have to be really careful with reboots, you know, mm -hmm. because... Al says that all the yeah, time. Yeah, of course, because yeah. if you don't get it right, you're messing with people's beloved characters. Mm -hmm. That's true. And so, and also, I mean, thankfully, everybody's busy. I got a new show I'm doing. always great to that see you. Yeah. And to remind you that new show, season two, of the Upshaws premiering tomorrow on Netflix. Thank you. Yes. For Thank you. All right. Up next in today's table, we have a patriotic spin on Taco Tuesday. Chef Alejandro Ramos is here Ooh. to make a red, Ooh. white, and blue feast, including dessert. Come have lunch with us. Okay. It's our late, our late brunch, right? Early brunch. How about that? We'll Thank be right you. back. It's breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> we are back with our series today table. Sponsored by Walmart, we have a right. white the and blue feast. In well, there's a little problem with our teleprompter. Our prompter's like going. Chef Alejandra Ramos is here to help. She has a new show. Congratulations on PBS. It's called The Great American Recipe, and you can scan that QR code by the way to see the recipe and order all of the ingredients that she's going to make today. Coming up in just one click, right over there, and you can just add the ingredients to the cart, and then you schedule a pickup or delivery. It's that simple. Good morning to you. Good morning. I love this. We're going to have fish tacos with a red, white, and blue red, white, and blue berry salsa. Very nice. So yes, we've got so we've got tomatoes, white onions, blueberries, and I know. Should I? I told her off camera. I'm like this. I don't know. She doesn't trust me. I was like, when have I ever steered you wrong? You've never steered us wrong. Would you steer this for me, Mr. Fresh lime juice, a little bit of salt, a little bit of sugar. It's got. It just pulls out fresh flavors. Blueberries are a little bit tart. They just work really well with the tomatoes, with the onions. Here's a little bit. What? The blueberry was first used to make ketchup in this country. What? Oh my gosh, Mr. Al Roker, you know all the best facts. Mayonnaise, fresh lime juice. Brown cumin. This is a nice cumin mayo. And this is going to be the little sauce. Okay. Well, first of all, Dylan's almost finished. So it must be. I love it. I love fish tacos so much, but I've never actually made them before. Oh, it's so simple. This is my like easy way to do it. I don't like a deep fry. So I just do a little bit of flour, salt, smoked paprika. You could do chili powder too, a little ground cumin. Okay. This is just to get that nice little dredge. So far, easy. And then you take your your photos, your fish. You cut them. I love photos. I'm just a photo. You take your fish, two to three inch pieces. This is a cod. Any fish? Any. Do like a nice firm white fish. So I like a halibut, something like a mahi mahi. That all works really well. Okay. And then when 
you get this beautiful. So that's just the dredge there, and that's mm -hmm. the spices mm -hmm. and stuff. Nice and easy, right? right. Easy, and easy. again, I don't like deep frying. I just do a little bit of olive oil or vegetable oil in a nice nonstick pan. Get okay. it nice and hot. Okay. And then you can, you can just them? pop that right into the. You can grill them too, but I think they might stick. Oh, okay. Maybe if you so use like a, a, a pan. Yes, do the pan. Do like the plancha on the grill, okay. and then you get that nice flavor. Nice. So then we can do. I'm gonna turn this up a little bit. Okay. And then you can let them go until they're nice and just a little and bit pretty crisp quick, on each right? Side. Not too long. Cooks just a few minutes on right. each side. Cooks mm. really quick. And then you get this beautiful fish like this. Mm -hmm. See how simple? And then you yeah. build the top. So you toast your tortilla. Always toast yeah, the tortilla. Just... Eating a raw tortilla is like eating a raw hot dog out of the yeah. package. Like technically it's okay, oh, but like, so funny. Yeah. but, that, but that, that is wrong. Don't do that. Okay. So yeah. So then you just put your little sauce in the center over here. Okay. Okay. Like okay. This. this. You're so right. Delicious. It's not too complicated. Got a nice at all. singing voice too. I d thank you, sir. I do love to sing. I want to try. Um, okay. When we did our show, I was always singing, and they were like, "Oh, honey, you need to calm it down a little bit." <laughs> 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 this is okay. not the voice. This what do you, what do you, what is the Great American recipe. All right. Let's do a red white blue dessert. Let's do red white. Really good mm. Okay. Oh, that's really good. Is it good? Really good. Thank you. See, you trust me. I told you to trust wow. me. I would never steer you wrong. What's your secret here? Because I okay, the secret. The, the secret, time. Mr. Craig Melvin, is you gotta triple the butter. Ah, oh, yeah. butter. That's, oh, that's what you no do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the regular recipe, it just add way more butter. So over here, you want to do... <laughs> Instead of fireworks, you get a defibrillator. Exactly. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if you guys can see in here. There's, you can see that butter. Oh, yeah. It's nice. Oh, my God. Get in there. Get in there. Get in there. They're so good. Why are they so good? Butter. It's a butter. And a little bit of salt and a little bit of vanilla. Okay. Because that just... So this is our salt. Vanilla. our vanilla. And that adds just beautiful flavor. So what you want to do is you want to melt them up to 80%, then turn mm -hmm. off the heat okay. because you want those marshmallows to not keep cooking because right. it's like making candy. You know when you yep. make candy, if that sugar keeps cooking, it gets tough. I make candy right? all the time. You go from... <laughs> I know, Chanel, you make homemade I make, always make but candy. If you, it's right like after that she difference. makes her homemade candy. <laughs> right. It's the difference between like the chewy I'm caramel and the crunchy <laughs> toffee. The quote of the day. So you want them chewy, you want them soft and mm. delicate. Okay. And then... Right so now this next more. piece to make them red, white, and blue. Now this is our red... So this is our white, right? We've got the marshmallows and that's our white. I had to stop. Freeze dried berries. Oh, These get folded yeah. in. Those blueberries are it's a little it's a little hot in the yeah in the kitchen today, so they're a little stuck. But you fold them in. Mm -hmm. Gotta use the freeze dried. If you use the fresh ones, it adds they too much moisture. moisture. Right. Yeah. But you can find, you know, you can get those at, at um well, at the store. And then you prep it just like you would. Yeah. You know I, which one? I, you know, by the store. store. Uh, the and, second and is sponsored by Walmart. You yeah, basically. That's, that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> you can get them at Walmart. There you go. Just a little, little non-stick uh, cooking non spray. Non-stick cooking spray in your baking pan. You know what you I will say? You just honors. made an awesome uh, 4th of July spread in like five minutes. I did. Like, I, I, will, like, I did have some great help from the today. I was going to say, I mean, <laughs> Katie started last night. I'm saying once you prep it, it doesn't take forever. Katie was doing cooking while I was doing my makeup. So. Very nice. Um, Seriously, this is not bad. Yeah, and then nice. here's another thing. Don't push too much. You want it to be light and fluffy, delicate, not beautiful. Dense. Not done. Or you just really pass good. the pot around with a spoon and let people eat. Honestly, yeah. that is what I do. I just sit there with the spoon. Alejandra, this I is eat. so good. Really Thank great. You, the sauce, all of it. So you oh. can buy the ingredients and yes. this recipe from our sponsor, Walmart. You, again, you just scan the QR code or just head to today.com slash today table. And just so you know, it's covering today Craig's butt. <laughs> I'm put the QR code right there. The links on today.com. We'll be right back. I want another. Well, will we? <laughs> that is so really good. By the way, the third hour today first. What? Uh, Dylan's husband, Brian Fischera, <laughs> is on camera. Usually, Wait, I didn't know that. Here they are working together. Right. 
It's a fish. <laughs> All right. Hey. Well, worlds are colliding. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Are you like, look at this? It's like the multiverse. <laughs> Tomorrow on the third hour today, everything you need for a 4th of July bash, from decorations to the food. More Coming fish. Show the fish again. Heidi More Bloom fish. And Tim Gunn is live in the studio. Do you feel it? Mind blown. Fish. Yeah, it all started. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, We're the worst. <laughs>